0: Welcome to Anchor Daily. This is Angie, and today we're in Joshua 14. Hello, friends. Let's start today with an interesting tidbit about myself that you might not even believe. I played in the school band from grades 5th through 12th. And guess what instrument I played? Nope, not the drums, not the trumpet not a French horn. I played the flute. Say what? I know given my personality, you are probably surprised to find that I picked such a delicate instrument and not something more robust. I loved the complexity of the flute. Plus, added bonus, the small case fit into my white wicker basket on the front of my banana seat bicycle during trips to summer band practice. No heavy case lugging for me. And besides, we all know that woodwinds kick brass. High school band was the best, though I never went to band camp. At our small school, fall was marching band, winter was pep band, and spring was concert band, which I especially loved. All those moving parts coming together to make beautiful symphonic music. Hashtag amazing. I always loved when we got to perform some of Beethoven's works. Here is something else you might not know Beethoven's final masterpiece, The Ninth Symphony, premiered in 1824. The night of its release, the composer had to be turned around to see the audience cheering. Why? Because he could not hear the audience's thunderous applause. When Beethoven was around 30 years old, he started going deaf. By the time he was 45, he was totally deaf and unable to converse unless he passed written notes back and forth to his colleagues, friends, and family. Even though he could no longer hear well enough to play the piano, Beethoven composed some of his best music after he was deaf, including Ode to Joy, as part of the Ninth Symphony. When obstacles and challenges got in the way, Beethoven didn't get frustrated or give up. What the world would have missed had he done so? He simply adapted and kept on being fully faithful to the God-given talent he possessed. This reminds me a lot of our main character in Joshua 14, Caleb. Israel had entered and conquered the promised land of Canaan. Joshua chapter 13 and 14 lays out how the land was divided among the tribes. In the midst of this, we see 85 year old Caleb coming up before Joshua with a request Give me this mountain that was promised to me. Those around them might have been wondering, like, what right did Grandpa Caleb have to stand before the leader of God's people and make such a demand? Well, we have to go all the way back to Numbers 10 to really get an idea of who Caleb was and why he had the right to make this request of Joshua. You know the story. The Israelites were standing at the border of the promised land, the land which God had promised to Abraham and his descendants. But before they could enter there, God instructed them to send 12 men ahead to spy out the land. Only two spies returned full of faith. Our characters from today. Caleb and Joshua. To them, God was greater than the biggest problems. Caleb did not hide the fact that Canaan had giants and fortified cities. He did not minimize potential problems. Instead, he magnified a great big God. As a result of Caleb's faithfulness, he was promised that he would live long enough to someday inherit the territory that he had explored near Hebron. God then declared the nation of Israel would wander in the wilderness for 40 years until everyone in the nation of Israel over the age of 20 had died. Yahweh then makes a startling statement in Numbers 14, verse 24. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit and has followed me fully, I will bring him into the land into which he went, and his descendants shall possess it. Of adults over age 20, only Joshua and Caleb were spared and entered the promised land. Caleb was a man of faith who waited 45 years for God's promise to be fulfilled. In that time of waiting and wandering, his dedication to God was complete, unwavering, unending. Caleb knew that his strength and vitality were gifts from God, and he gave God all the credit. Caleb understood that we serve a God who always keeps his promises. He knew that God would be with them in any struggle they would face. I think sometimes we, we try to face the challenges of life on our own, in our own strength. Caleb reminds us that God is looking for people who will place their trust in him completely. Yahweh said six times in the Old Testament that Caleb followed him whole heartedly, or fully. Caleb gave everything over to God, and he trusted him completely, surrendering all. Caleb not only survived the wilderness, he thrived in the midst of it. God promised he would bring Caleb back to the promised land. Caleb hung on to God's promises, and he knew that God was at work to bring his plan into fullness. God was faithful to a faithful Caleb. Caleb's journey wasn't for the faint-hearted, but for the faith-hearted. May we learn from Caleb's example. May we be steadfast and fully faith-hearted in our times of wandering or waiting. Because God is faithful. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.